0: Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond. Either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. welcome back. So, in today's episode, we are going to talk about fear. And there has been a lot of things I have accomplished in my life that I was very afraid to do, and I'm sure that you can relate to this. And for some reason, when I hit midlife or as I got older, it seemed like it, it was even more scary like I wanted to hide from it even more instead of just diving in and going for it, like I did when I was younger. So the dictionary actually defines fear as a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or pain. It can be real or it can be imagined. Isn't that fascinating? Most of our fears are actually imagined. So fear is built into us. It's built into the lower part of our brain as a way of protecting us, us. It's part of being human and it has a really good intention, which is to keep us safe. And as we get older, it gets easier, as I mentioned, to let fear get in the way of our goals and dreams. Now, I like to call this lower part of the brain the critter brain. But its job, essentially, and I'm going to be talking probably a lot about this in future podcasts as well, its job is to literally keep us safe. Okay? So anything it perceives as dangerous is not safe and it wants us to stop. So as midlife women, we've been told or we've told ourselves a lifetime of stories about why something is or isn't possible based on how our brain interprets fear. And today I'm going to teach you six interesting facts about fear and share some ways to overcome fear so you can move forward with your goals and dreams. Number one, fear as an emotion. And one of my least favorite emotions, probably only second to terror. Now, I've gotten a lot better at feeling fear. It doesn't freak me out as much as it used to, but it's still not my favorite. Fear is supposed to feel bad, fear's job is to keep us alive, it's to keep us safe. It drives us to take action, like running away from danger, or inaction, like me finding lots of other things to do besides record the podcast. Fear is actually rooted in survival, and people actually have a fear of feeling fear, which just makes it stronger. It just compounds it when we fear feeling that feeling. We want to run faster and harder. All right. The second interesting fact is fear is a gift. Again, it protects us. If you are being chased by a bear, it enables you to fight back. Probably not the best idea, or it enables you to run, which is maybe a little bit better idea, right? But the idea is that it protects us. Tells us to get the heck out of there. It tells us to defend ourselves. There's actually a lot of adrenaline produced in our body when we feel that strong emotion of fear. Our brain, again, is programmed to keep us safe, but sometimes this programming doesn't serve us. It's great for a situation with the lion, but it's not so helpful when we want to take action on our big goals and dreams, right? Number three, again, as I said earlier, fear can be real like a lion or a bear. It can be intuitive, but often the type of fear we feel is just imagined. So here's an example. My partner and I were talking about going to a big community event in our area not too long ago. And the news started talking about the heightened COVID, which I really do not ever listen to the news. He's kind of addicted, so I just roll with it. But it started making me think, and him too, well, I don't know if we should be doing this. I don't know if we should be considering this thing. And this was you know, after the pandemic had kind of calmed down a little bit and they said, okay, we can have up to, I think it was 250 people. But my fear instincts started kicking in. And a different day, a friend started talking about a fearful incident, the same fearful incident that happened at a sports event with COVID. Like, They were going to go to the sports event, which sports just was starting to come back a little bit, and her fear around that, and then we both started talking about all of the horrible things about it, about the virus, about the pandemic, and how we're just opening ourselves up to possibly contracting the virus, right? And so it just kept growing and growing. It grew first in my mind through taking in the information from the news and not managing my own thoughts, thinking that all of it was true, which what you see on TV or social media is never all true, right? Those people are out there to hook you in with fear so that they can make money. But that's a totally different topic that I'm not going to go into it today. So then I got on the phone with this, this friend And she was talking about it. And by the time the end of the phone call came, it was like, oh my gosh, there's no way that we're going to do this. We better just hide in our house. And what I was doing was I was piling fear on top of fear. And this kind of fear is created only by our thinking. All emotion, in fact, is created by thought. And I'll be talking about that in this podcast. I'm going to cough for a second and mute you, and then I'll be right back. Okay, sorry about that. I didn't want to do it right in your ear, and I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. All right, so this kind of fear is only created by thought, and all emotion is created by our thoughts, and again, I'll be talking a lot about that as well because I'm a mindset coach, and that's what I love to talk about. My fear started with one thought like it was already in the back of my mind that yeah this might be a little bit of a problem going to this event and then it was compounded when I watched the news and compounded again when I had the conversation with my friend and I was just layering more fearful thoughts on top of it. Has that ever happened to you? Now you know what's causing this fear, like this more intense fear. It's not the facts. It's the fact that we've layered on top of it and on top of it, and we've made it bigger and bigger. And my brain was actually starting to seek even more reasons that I should be afraid. Right? And that is just not healthy for our mind. All right. Number four imagined fear okay only takes this is the kind of fear we just talked about right but this fear only takes place in the future it happens when we let the thought of what if creep in it becomes a problem only because it keeps us from moving forward not because there's anything we're going to seriously die from right And the best way to deal with this kind of fear is to come back to the present moment. When we are in the present, fear loosens its grip. And the easiest way to do that is to turn all of your senses to the present. Think about what you hear, smell, taste, touch right now, in the moment, wherever you're at listening to this podcast. I do this when I feel anxious about something, feel your hands, feel your legs, feel your feet, feel your chest rising and falling with your breath. Okay. This is going to bring you back to the present. And when we're in the present, then we have a more, a calmer response, right? We're not thinking about, oh my gosh, what's going to happen in the future, We're thinking about right here, right now. So when I do this in this particular situation, then I come back to the facts that I know. Not what everybody else is filling my brain with. I come back to what is it I'm comfortable with and what decision do I want to make? Okay, without all of the other input of the layers and layers and layers of fear. Number five, Fear wants me to take action quickly. If I'm afraid that I've made someone mad, I want to call them right then so I can fix it. Once I actually pushed the Facebook Live button on the phone, and I started recording me having a conversation with my partner and shooting video of the kitchen. And I saw this on my page a little bit later, and I was completely freaked out. I was so afraid of the fear of embarrassment. It had set in and I couldn't get it off there quick enough. There wasn't anything personal or bad that actually was said, but my brain told me that I should be afraid and to handle it as quickly as possible. The same was true in the scenario about going to the event, right? the more I layered those um, feelings of fear on top of each other and the more it grew, the more quickly I wanted to take action. I wanted to text my partner right away and say, nope, we're not going. I wanted to stay in and figure out how can I go out even less and less. And I made it a real problem. I wanted to act on it really fast Fear wants to control things we can't control. And when we're in this place of, our, of fear, we are actually not in control. Fear is in control. Fear creates worry and stress which don't help us find the best solutions. They don't it doesn't help us make the best decisions. Number 6. The brain doesn't differentiate between physical and emotional danger. The brain thinks it's just as bad to be embarrassed or to fail at something as it does to be eaten by a lion. Now, the degree of fear can rise and fall, right? Like we can still feel fair and take some action calm more, in a more calm way. But as we layer it, it grows and grows, right? And then our brain does not differentiate between physical and emotional danger. We are more likely to feel more fear or to feel fear more often, feel emotional fear more often than actual physical fear in our everyday lives. So I'll just say that again we're more apt to feel the emotional kind of fear as compared to the physical fear in our daily lives because we are putting it there with our own mind, right? We're putting it there with the imagination most of the time. So how to let go of fear? The best way is to feel it. When I feel fear... My heart rate goes up. I might feel hot. My chest and throat feel tight. I feel a little sick to my stomach. And my brain is shouting some form of the word run. Don't do this. Right? So going on Facebook Lives, I used to have this kind of fear. It's like my... My way of running from doing that would be to find 10 other things that felt way more important. Folding the fitted sheet or learning how, right? Which I still have never mastered. That was a way of running from doing what I knew was going to move me forward in my business. Okay. When I can just sit and feel all of the fear created by my mind, it dissolves. It does not mean that it won't come back, but it usually doesn't come back as strong and it becomes easier to recognize that it is likely not a rational fear. It's my brain's way of trying to protect me and do its job, right? And I can't be mad at it for that. This is how, when I mentioned at the very beginning that I have gotten so much better With the emotion of fear, this is how I've done it. I've just allowed it to be there. I've felt it. I've made friends with it. I've started to say, yeah, I see you fear. And you can come along, but you're not going to drive the car. When I'm willing to feel it and I can move through it, I create more conscious, amazing life for myself. I move closer to my dreams and my goals, and I create more confidence. Creating a podcast and putting it out there for everybody to judge is a little scary. Creating big goals is scary because I might fail. I might have tried before and I failed, and I'm afraid of failing again. Failing is scary because of what our brains make it mean that I'm not good enough, that I'm not cut out for this, that it'll never work, that I'll never achieve it, that I'll always have the same problem, okay, that I'll never get what I really want. Or starting over and over again after not reaching a goal is also scary. It's much safer to just quit and say, I tried, than to risk failing again. It doesn't matter if you're starting a podcast, a new relationship, a job, a new business, starting with a weight journey or restarting with a weight or health journey. When you're willing to do the scary things, to show up in the world the way you want to, it allows you to go for that amazing life and not to settle or expose yourself to regret. When you start to hear the what ifs of fear creep in counter them with what if what if's of courage what if i finally lose the weight what if i find the perfect partner what if the perfect job is on the other side of 10 failed interviews what if i can help others with the transformations they desire now, your brain's going to want to come back when you say that and answer it, but you've never have before, but it hasn't worked yet, but you don't really know what you're doing. And it's your job to interrupt it. It's your just job to just say, thanks, brain. I'm just entertaining the ideas. I'm just dreaming about what if. Fear is something I can feel and do the scary thing anyway, because I know that the worst thing that could happen is the negative emotion of fear. Elizabeth Gilbert, who is an author, if you're not familiar, talks about the fear in one of her books. I think it's big magic. But she says that fear can be in the car with us on our journey, but it doesn't have to drive. And that's what I shared earlier, right? It has to stay in the back seat. It doesn't even get to decide where we stop for gas. It gets to come along only because it's part of the human experience. It's part of being human. So I want to invite you to be smart about fear. To recognize when it's stopping you from moving towards your goals and dreams. To feel it and just let it ride with you. Or, as I tell my clients, to let it sit on the couch next to you and you can tell it things like, thanks, but I've got this. Or to just let it be there, to let it move closer and relax into it. Okay. Remember the emotion of fear will never kill you. It's here to serve you. It's part of being human. It's a gift. Be aware of where it is keeping you stuck and holding you back and let yourself feel it and move through it. Now, you can always choose to stay in fear and that's totally fine with me. I think that you're still amazing and wonderful and you don't have to change a thing. But if you feel like it's keeping you stuck and holding you back, then it's time to do something about it. and I'm going to put a link in the podcast notes for you to be able to schedule a free call with me and learn to move through the fear learn to create more self-confidence and less self-doubt learn to have fear come along for the ride instead of it being in the driver's seat I'll help you find the places where fear is stopping you and where you can shift your thinking and get back on track and in action. All right, thanks for joining me. This was so fun, and I'll be back soon.